about to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. There'll be reasons you'll see as we go along. <clears throat> the last Sunday in 2019, Pastor Latasha shared something going into 2020. When she shared that day, she had them play a song. Can anybody remember what that song might have been? There you go. I can see clearly now. I suggest to you that song that she had played, although the individual that wrote it many, many years before that didn't know about it, but for this church, that song was prophetic. And it played out in 2020. <clears throat> uh, Pastor Tom did two, what I would call, extended series of teaching in 2020. Now, he does many of them. And they're all good. But two I want to refer to this morning. The first one was on kingdom of God, authority, and dominion. Why do you suppose he taught on that? Mainly because the Spirit of God wanted him to teach on that. Kingdom of God and authority. You say you said there was two. And by the way, that series went from May to July on Wednesday evenings. Then the second one I want to refer to is Kingdom of God Miracles. That one went from October to November. <clears throat> when we, if you were able to be here, if you took notes on that so you can go back and listen to it and look at it, or if you bought the CD or whatever, You'll notice authority and dominion came prior to miracles. That's the way it's going to be. When we understand God's word on authority and dominion, it's going to enable you to be able to walk in miracles. Again, this was orchestrated by the Spirit of God, his plan and purpose. So what I say about those two series now, I can see clearly now. You should be able to see clearly now. Certainly more clearer than we, clear, clearly than we did prior to hearing them. <clears throat> and I also suggest that those two series, this is what the Spirit of God had planned and intended for Treasure Coast Victory Center. Not just for 2020, but ongoing as well. I want to have, a, have us look at a couple of scriptures here. The first one, if you have your Bible there. That didn't work too good, did it? Huh? Also, if I get my technology device to work here. I won't bang that mic too many more times on there. Huh? going on with my device here. 
All right, I'll tell you, we'll solve this. Does I still want to work? Proverbs 12 and 24. Who's got Proverbs 12 24 already? I'll, st I'll still try to get my device to work, but whoever has Proverbs 12 24 and is willing to read it for us. Proverbs 12, verse 24. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under, tri under tribute. Very good. Did you get it going? Uh, yes. The hand of the diligent shall bear rule, but the slothful shall be under tribute. You and I, what we take from that today, what it's intended to mean to us, God wants you and I to be diligent. He does not want us to be slothful. He can't bless the slothfulness, nor will he. But he can the hand of the diligent. <clears throat> diligent is very close to determination. Now this, these notes and what I prepared for were written a while ago. But now I want to bring us on to another date. How many were here uh, just past, just this past Wednesday, the 6th? How many were here? Good, four people were here, all right. <clears throat> I recall seeing more than four people, but that's all right. But we had a young lady teaching, Debbie Stilwell taught, and can somebody tell me one of the words that she used many times? It was already mentioned this morning. Perseverance. Diligent, determination, perseverance. Spirit of God speaking to us, telling us something. A definition of perseverance is this. The quality that allows someone to continue trying to do something even though it's difficult. The adversary tries to deter us. And if we give him place, well, he'll have an inroad. But our diligence and obedience is important to the Spirit of God in our lives so that he will be enabled to give blessings to us, so he'll be enabled to grow us up and cause us to grow in the body of Christ. <clears throat> the next reference is going to be in the book of Numbers, Chapter 13, verses 30 and 31. As you're finding that, I will attempt to find it. <laughs> Numbers 13, 31. Okay. What do you know? We got it working. Numbers chapter thirty verses. Numbers chapter yeah. Numbers thirteen thirty. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, "Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it." Verse thirty one. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. 
you got conflicting reports. One man speaking what the Spirit of God has infused him with, the other one's operating pouting doubt and unbelief. But they couldn't see it. There's no way we can do that, they said. <clears throat> Our possession, which means you got something in your hand. Ben's got a Bible in his hand. Somebody's got a water bottle right there. Those are your possessions. Our possession comes from our profession. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And so what we are going to possess in our life absolutely has to coincide with and be a part of the confession that we speak. And not just the confession that we speak when we're here at all times. And again, the Spirit of God is omnipresent, and he's always with you and I. We give him entrance. We give him place in our lives. The more that you and I can have a trusting relationship with the Spirit of God to enable us to see things, he will see us. He'll show us things. We'll see that again here in a minute. <clears throat> okay, now, let's go to the New Testament, John chapter 16. Some were saying, I hope you'd get to the New Testament. All the word of God is good. Uh, John chapter 16 from verse 12. <clears throat> John chapter 16, we're going to read verses 12 to 15. I have, notice this is in red if you have a Bible that gives you the cow. This is Jesus himself speaking. Jesus Christos. I have yet many things to say unto you, but she cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Again, the Spirit of God's going to be the one to show you and I something. When pastor's teaching or somebody else's teaching, all of a sudden, you'll sort of grab onto something they said. Well, that's the Spirit of God knowing what you need right now in your life, and he'll relate that thing, whatever they said, to how it's going to affect you in your life. That's the Spirit of God showing us things to come. <clears throat> in the 14th verse... If you happen to have a Bible that gives you the references and the, and the word meanings with it, in verse 14, it says, He shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Anybody want to take a guess of what that word receive is? There you go. Pastor Ben hit it. It's the Greek word lambano. The reference is Greek 2983. What does lambano mean? It means to take 
and get a hold of. To take it and get a hold of it. Now, if I was to offer, say, you know what? If anybody would like to have a $1 bill this morning, come on up. I don't think I'm going to have a whole lot of people moving. First of all, I'm not going up there for a buck. I'd look like an idiot. <laughs> well, that's all right. How about five bucks? How about 10 bucks? How about 20 bucks? How about 50 bucks? How about 100? Come on up. Here they come. You no longer care what somebody else thinks. I'm going to get the 100 bucks or whatever. But the point is, when the word is ministered, when our testimonies were ministered this morning, you and I, some part of that will speak to you. What you need right now, what you need to do is take it and get a hold of it. That's what the Spirit of God wants to do for us. <clears throat> All right, now, we're finally getting to 2021. You see, we've been here for 10 days. I mean, a little bit I'm sharing on right now. <clears throat> the favor of God enables you. The favor of God enables you makes you capable in the area that you need that help in. It makes you capable to fulfill the plan and purpose God has for your life and destiny. It's the Spirit of God working, the favor of God working, that's going to enable you and I to reach the purpose that God had intended for our lives, to make us capable and able to do some things. Let's look at uh, the book of Acts. And we're going to go to Acts chapter 7. Acts chapter 7 and verses 9 and 10. The favor of God will enable you and I to fulfill the plan and purpose that God has for our life, our destiny. The book of Acts, which should be in the New Testament, Chapter 7, verses 9 and 10. And the patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him. Notice they moved with envy. Uh, I don't think we like this guy anymore. Patriarchs moved with envy, sold Joseph into Egypt, but God was with him and delivered him out of all his afflictions and gave him, gave him what? Favor. favor of God. It's going to enable you for your destiny. Look up the favor of God. Do your own little study on it. And delivered him out of all his afflictions and gave him favor and wisdom in the sight of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. What they meant for evil, God turned for good. The favor of God put him in, in favor with the leader of the whole country. That's what three verses changes life right around or whatever. That's what God wants to do for your life and my life, the favor of God. Your words release your faith. Awe uh-oh, we got an R in here. Your words release your faith or your words 
release your doubt and unbelief. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So we can, we can aid our lives by speaking positive words, speaking Bible words. Or our words can release doubt and unbelief. We don't want to do that. When that happens, it'll probably happen in our lives. It has happened in my life, I can tell you that. But when you recognize it, ask the Spirit of God. This is where your prayer language comes in, the Spirit of God again. He will show you how he's going to turn things around. He'll, he'll show you how to correct the situation. <clears throat> your words have creative power in them. Did God say, light be? He didn't have to wait for three months to see if it was going to work like that. Guess what? It's still working. Well, that was a long time ago. <clears throat> your words have creative power in them. In them learn to use them wisely. We can use our mouth for good or we can use our mouth for evil. Just ask you, do you ever remember the Spirit of God? <clears throat> the Spirit of God enlightening you to spew out bad about somebody. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. But it can in our, in our own use, in our own parts. So you have creative power in your, in your life, in your words, so begin to decree God's favor over your life. You begin to decree God's favor over your life. Look up the word decree and see what it means. It means like declaration and all. So death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. I will now share with you what came up in my spirit recently. I first released this word on December 16th, 2020, in the Wednesday evening session. So that was just a little while back. <clears throat> Here's what I believe the Spirit of God gave me to de declare then, and I want to declare it again this morning. And I want you to be able to take it, Lambano, get a hold of it for your life. For this church, for ongoing 2021, even though we released it in 2020, I was referring to this new year. 2021 is a time and a season for the favor of God to come upon Treasure Coast Victory Center. I share with you this morning, it's just true right now as when I released it back then, what the Spirit of God gave me. I'm going to say it again. 2021 is a time and it is a season for the favor of God to come upon Treasure Coast Victory Center. The place, the place, which talking about this room we're in or this whole building we're in. The favor of God's going to come upon this place. The favor of God is going to come upon this ministry. It is already here, but God has things come going. How many things do we hear this morning in testimonies? Things improving, things going greater. God has plans for this church. Pastor Tom referred to it earlier this morning. He has. Our part is just to be ourselves. Have an ear to hear what the Spirit of God is showing. Allow the Spirit of God to show you things to come. Begin to take and get a hold of things. That's what he wants for all of us. The place, the ministry, and the people. Yes. Look at the people in here. 
Understand, absolutely. That's exactly what you want to do as you see it. Why are you just spouting off words up there? I'm telling you. Consider this year, 2020, when it's absolutely different than 2020. And we don't have a clue what 2022 is right now, but 2021 is going to be good. And so the Spirit of God wants as much for you, no matter where you're sitting, what row you're sitting in. He wants as much for you as anybody else. And he is willing to get it, dumping out, pressed down, shaking together, running over to all of us. We just need to yield us and allow the Spirit of God to show you things to come. Allow the Spirit of God in you to open your understanding. Something you don't know right now. Well, how am I ever going to get it? Oh, there's that same person again, the Holy Spirit. He'll show you things to come. Give him part of your... You don't have to pray in tongues for 19 hours a day. How about starting with three minutes? I'm telling you, there was something special about when Pastor Tom, and it's not the first time he's ever done it, but this morning, I, I, I would certainly imagine you sense the annoying that was going on the time that we took praying in tongues. That is the Spirit of God wanting entrance into our lives to enable us, to make us capable of what he wants us to do. <clears throat> to open your understanding, provide him an entrance. You know, sometime in your life, you probably heard a knock at the door. You picked it on the window. Oh, man, I don't want to see them. We ain't here. We ain't here. <laughs> Oh, nobody ever did that. Okay. <clears throat> but the Spirit of God is not going to bust his way into your front door, into your bedroom, bathroom, or study, or anyplace else. But he absolutely wants to come in. He's a helper. He's an aide, standby, one called alongside to help. Provide him an entrance into your life. You will not be disappointed. Trust the Spirit of God in you. One last reference. Good, he's finally getting to the end. Hebrews. The book of Hebrews. This is going to be a short one. Hebrews chapter 1 and the last verse. The book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14. This verse was mentioned one time this morning already here. Hebrews chapter 114 says this, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? He's talking about the angelic host, is he not? There's numerous, numerous, numerous angelic hosts. A massive amounts. All you need is just one working around your life. They give us protection all around ourselves. Uh, what Brother John shared in his testimony about that, no. I believe the angels were involved in that. The angels are there in the book of Hebrews in the New Testament. It says this. I'll read it again. Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation. Depend. Begin to, again, our praying in the Spirit will also enable us. Don't, we don't want to live our lives being surprised that the angels get involved somehow in our life and cause something to come to pass, which was mysterious or miraculous. They're waiting to do so. But we have to have an expectation 
We have to take and get a hold of it. So that's what I wanted to be able to share with you for 2021. I appreciate your time. Hi, let me just say, first of all, the Lord has given me a word for 2021 that I'll be bringing next week. It was uh, funny because I was kidding around with Luann a couple weeks ago, and I said, well, what's your word for 2021? Is it, uh, you know, back like in 2020, a year of plenty? Or 2011, it's going to open heaven? Or what is that rhyme thing for this year? And we just sort of laughed about it, walked out. I walked out the door, and God says, I've got one for you, and it rhymes. So next week, I will be giving that, but I'd like to leave you with a couple scriptures. Could I do that? Something that's been on my heart? Go to John chapter 8 for me. Never know how these services are going to go. Never know. You never know. All right, John chapter 8, are you there? Look at verse 31, it says, Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall... All right, look at verse 36. Jesus said, If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be... How I many know that's a good word there? All right, go to Galatians chapter 5. All right, Galatians, did you make it? Chapter 5, look at verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty or the freedom wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of yoke of bondage. All right, well, most of us know from this church what's going on in the world right now, what's happening, what's taking place, blah, 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 with the government and everything else. But let me tell you, sometimes my heart gets a little bit cloudy and a little bit heavy because we belong to the United States of America, and they're trying to take away our gun rights, and they're trying to take away this, and they're trying to take away our freedom, they're trying to take away this. But we also belong to something called the kingdom of God. And in the kingdom of God, we have got a lot of free benefits that most Christians aren't even fighting for. Come on, health belongs to the kingdom of God, but we don't fight for it anymore. Why? Because there's so many doctors out there to take care of us that we don't have to fight for what's legally ours. Divine health belongs to us. It's been given to us. It's just like gun rights in the natural. It belongs to me, bless God, and I'm not going to give it up. Your marriage belongs to you. You're promised a good marriage in the Bible. You're promised to be able to cover your kids, not only your ones, but the next generation. I'm already covering my granddaughter. I'm telling you what. I'm speaking over her life. Why? Because God has promised her things in the supernatural realm, and I want to enforce the freedoms that belong to me. We'll get out in the streets and we'll fight for America. That's great. Well, why don't you get on your knees and fight for your family? Come on, let's get a little bit higher in this. I know that America's important, blah, 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 but what's the difference, man? I'll tell you what, if the power of the Holy Ghost gets strong enough in me, I ain't going to need a gun. They come at me, I'm going to say two words, or three words, I am he. Come on, did it work in the Bible? Was Jesus full of the Holy Ghost? Was there an army coming after him? What, what did he do? He didn't pull out his revolver. He didn't pull out his sword, start cutting off people's heads. He said, I am he, and you know what? 
everybody fell down. Praise God. And then they threatened him again. He said, I can call on 72,000 angels just like this. And believe me, when they show up, brother, you're going to have some issues before it's over with. Well, we have the same thing. We belong to the same kingdom. The rights belong to us, the same things. And we've got freedoms that he has given us. Now, it's our job to stand fast. Well, I'm worried. Well, get over worry. Your worry's not part of your kingdom. I'm afraid. Not part of your kingdom. The kingdom says you can lay hands on the sick. That's a freedom given to you. That's not something you earn. That's not something you get on. That's a promise of the kingdom that you belong to right now, praise God. Yet nobody wants to take care of those spiritual. We don't care about those. now. we don't care about what God says. We're going to fight for our country. Why don't you fight for your family and your spiritual things that belong to you at the same time? I mean, healing the sick is part of who you are and part of the kingdom. Casting out devils is part of who you are and part of the kingdom of God. Walking in divine health is part. Peace belongs to you. Oh, I'm just so worried today. Well, get over it and get out of it, praise God. Fight for your peace that belongs to you. You're, well, I'm going to have another bad day. Yeah, you probably are. See what I mean? There's things that are given to us in the spiritual realm, and we've not gone in and found them. See? If you know the truth, it will set you free. Not if you've just got the truth and don't even know what the heck's going on and there are freedoms that belong to you. But there's freedoms that belong to you from this book, and I'm determined as a church to fight for those things. The day is going to come, and I'll continue to proclaim it until he takes me out of here. This church at one day is going to have every person in it completely healed, walking in the divine health of God, period. That's it. But it's not going to come just by saying, okay, let's see what God's going to do today. Let's check him out. You never know what God's going to do. If you read the book, you do. God moves in mysterious ways. No, he moves in his ways. Whatever he said he would do, he would do, and he's already done. So we've got freedoms. We've got freedoms in the spirit realm too. We'll fight in the natural. Let's fight in the spirit a little bit for what belongs to me. Fight for our kids' health. Fight for our health. Fight for our peace. Fight for our joy. No more bad days, praise God. Good days, glory to God. Because you don't have to give up your joy and your peace every day when something goes wrong out here in the natural realm or somebody doesn't like you. Join the club, by God. See, it's not about that. He's given me some things, and I want to take advantage. Jesus went to the cross to provide those things. Sure, we had soldiers fighting the natural, but Jesus went to the cross, was beaten, was killed, was stabbed, and put there, and raised from the dead so that blood would provide for you everything that this book promises you, and it already belongs to you this morning. Backslide? No more. I don't backslide. Don't do anything like that. When I'm just struggling, no, you're backsliding. Come on now. I only had 10 minutes here to make you mad. Because I know this ain't a holly jolly like everybody was telling you, but I'll tell you what, you've got to fight for what belongs to you. And there's only one fight that you need to fight. You're not fighting the devil. You're not fighting sickness. You're fighting the fight of faith. You're keeping the word of God in your mouth and in your heart, and you're speaking it out no matter what the situation says. You're going to go ahead and speak forth anyway, praise God. I'll tell you, there was a, a young girl that, well, she's still working at the post office, believe it or not. She hired in the same time as I did. She came in and she hurt her back. So she's coming in in a back brace, sitting down, trying to case mail. And basically, I went up to her one time. I said, are you a Christian? She said, you know I am. I said, well, then you're healed. She said, no, I ain't. My back's messed up and I need a brace to do it. I said, no, the Bible says you're healed. She says, no, it doesn't. So I brought my Bible in the next day. And I says, here's what God says. By his stripes, you were healed, you were healed, you were healed, you were healed, you were healed. I said, do you believe God? Well, of course I do. I'm a Christian. Well, then what are you now? She says, I guess I'm healed. I said, that's right. You're healed, praise God. That's right. You're healed. And every morning you come in here, because I'm going to see you every morning. I'm working right aside of you. I want you to come in and say, thank God it's so good to be healed. So she gave me that look. 
And she'd come in every morning and she'd say, oh, thank God, I'm healed. She'd sit down, she'd start casing me. She couldn't go on the street. And I said, praise God, I'm so glad you're healed too. This is just wonderful. And she'd come in every morning, she'd have to do that. Every morning, she'd have to do it. Every morning, she said that. Every morning, she came in. And after about two months, she came in one morning, and she didn't have a back brace on anymore. I said, what's up? She says, you know, there's not quite as much pain back there as there used to be back there ever since I started complaining about the way my back felt and saying that by his stripes I am healed. And you know what? She said, this is a miracle. I'm even starting to believe it. How many of you know sometimes you're confessing things in the heat of battle and you don't even believe them? But definitely don't turn your mouth over to the other side. That's not going to help the situation. So she, she, one day she comes in, and then she's standing up to case, and pretty soon she's back on the street. And, I mean, I got out of there, how many years ago? 13 years ago. She hired in the same time. She's still working. She's been there 35, 40 years, still working. She has no back brace on, no what else. But notice, it took time, and it took a fight. It wasn't just, by his stripes, I'm healed. Well, that didn't work. What can we do next? See? Because somebody's coming after your peace every day. Somebody come after your joy every day. And I mean, even when you have something like you two had right here, you need to write that down, what happened. Because there are going to be times when you come under attack and you ain't going to be able to remember that unless you go back to your little book and say, oh, I remember when God did this, bless God. Look right here, devil. Look what happened right here. Look at this baby that got healed over here. Look at this person that got blessed over here. Look at this person got saved over here. It might have been 20 years ago, devil, but that's what happened. And that's just rub it right in your face again, praise God. I'm a See, because there's a fight in each one of our lives, and it's time to fight. It's, it's, and it's just not, oh, good, okay, sirrah, sirrah, whatever it will be, will be, the future's not ours to see. No, there's spiritual gifts that have been given to me and were paid for on the battlefield by the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the devil ain't stealing things from me, praise God. He's not taking my health. He's not taking my peace. He's not taking my joy. He'll never get my ministry. He knows that by now. He's not getting anything else, praise God. Because there's spiritual freedoms also. So do we want to fight for America? Yes, praise God, we do. But we want to fight for our spiritual battles too. And if you're struggling in something, get another warrior with you, praise God. Pull one of the fanatics out of here. Pull one out that makes you uncomfortable when you talk to them. That's who you're looking for. I can't stand them. They always say you're blessed. They always say you're healed. But when you need it, go to them. Come on now, because they're the nuts that are going to bring you up to their level. Come on and get you gone and get you believing and everything that sounded so ridiculous to you before is not going to sound ridiculous anymore, praise God. Why is that? Because they know what they're talking about, praise God, and it's working. And when it works, you can't deny it, can you, Steve? Nope. You can, you can block it out. You can meddle it out. You can reason it out. You can do whatever. But, man, when the power of God hits something and changes it, you, your brain just goes. It's like being disconnected from the Internet. can't understand what's going on. It's just there sometimes, praise God. And that's what we need in our lives and for one another. Pray for your brother and your sister in the church. Pray for those of you know who need healing right now. Mitzi needs deliverance of 100% healing, praise God. And it's time to tell the devil that she's healed from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. Come on, Jose, who's gone now, I think he had a, his daughter was singing or something. He needs help. He's in a spiritual battle. He's fighting and he's gone forward and he's confessing the word, but he needs help. And we're the people that can help him, praise God. Some of us have been with this a little bit longer. So praise God, one another. We're not only a body just to hear and eat and have fun, and all that's great, but we're a body that fights for one another. Yes. You're my brothers and you're my sisters, praise God. And I'll tell you what, you don't mess with my brothers and you don't mess with my sisters, praise God. Just don't work that way. Even if I didn't like my natural brother, I'd still stick up for him. Come on, wouldn't you? He's family, praise God. 
Glory to God. And that's what it's about right now. Start standing up for what you see in the Bible and don't just pass over it. That's just the way we've been for years. It's always been in our family that way. Maybe the next generation will take care of it. No, this is the generation. I'll tell you what. This is the generation that's making the change. Look at your family. Look at your parents. They're nothing like you were, praise God, right now. Matter of fact, you would scare them if they were still alive. They'd say, what's the matter with you? Are you nuts? Are you out there? Why? Because God has been moving generationally, praise God. Everybody says there's going to be a generational curse. How about a generational blessing? I poured into my kids. I put it in there, and I'll tell you what, praise God, they are taught by the Lord, great is their peace, and bless God, they are going to be mighty upon this earth, and the generation after them is even going to be more mightier because the Holy Spirit is not only to us, the next generation, but those who are afar off. Some people that aren't even born yet are going to get blasted by the Holy Ghost, and they're not even born yet. They don't even exist yet. But we're responsible, do you understand, for making that move, for making that next step. So in your own life, you go home today and you find out where you've been failing, where you've accepted things, where that's okay. That's all right. Everybody else is that way too. Everybody else is doing it. Well, everybody else has that problem too. And you get rid of that problem through the anointing of God and the power of God that's on the inside of you. Change your mouth. Change your mouth, praise God, because there's more freedom for you. You may be living in the greatest freedom you've ever been living in in your entire life, but I'll tell you what, there's a whole lot more where that came from. There's a whole lot more promises that are already yes and amen to you. Glory to God. We need to start taking those things. We need to start lambing all those things all over the place. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because they belong to us. So great. We're fighting for the natural. We're fighting for America, but we're fighting for our spirituals too that belongs to us. Praise God. Because God has already provided them for you. Okay, jump up this morning. That's it. Do-da, do-da, do-da. Well, thanks for everybody that shared this morning. Great service. Thank you all. Glory to God. All right, I just want everybody to smile. You think it's funny, but I don't get to see people smiling more. Everybody's got a mask on. I don't know if they're sticking out their tongue, flipping me the bird, or they're smiling at me. It's just good to see a smile from somebody for a change. Ain't that the truth? You walk by somebody, say good morning. You know what they're saying? You dip you, or they're going, morning. You don't even know what they're doing for sure. God, it's a mystery. So it's good to see people smile. Come on, you had breakfast this morning. That should make you smile. You're probably going to have lunch pretty soon. That should really make you happy. Hallelujah. The cooler weather came for you that like it. Ooh. Hallelujah. Glory to you. Wish it would stay. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. I hope it stays till tomorrow. All right, let's just pray. Father, we thank you for all the words that were spoken this morning. Lord, you orchestrated this thing. Everybody had a little bit to add to a little bit to add to a little bit to add. We thank you that we received every single thing that we needed for our own personal lives, Father. We want to walk and we want to live in your freedom that you've already given us. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, even yet while we weren't even bored and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for each and every one of us. We thank you that we come to understand how much you really love each and every one of us, praise God. Hallelujah. Not like mommy loves us or daddy loves us. It's well beyond that. You love us unconditionally conditionally and want the best for us and to be successful in every single thing in our lives. We thank you, Father, for what you did in our hearts this morning in our lives, and we look forward to the future in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Okay, praise God. Thank you. We will see you Wednesday.